Ooh. <laughs> oh, what's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio. Man, we back. Back in business. I got Milnor back. Milnor is back. Shout out to Afro Geeks for this, man. This is my Milnor. This is my heavy water jug slash weapon, man. If you run up on me, try to take my purse. <laughs> I got you with this. And you can knock somebody clean, smooth out of existence with this boy. And it's water in there. They go, man, I got knocked out by a jug of water. A jug of water? You, you, don't, you don't know what the jug looked like. So when the criminals are telling their little cohorts the story, man, I got knocked out. Man, what was it? A gallon of water. They was like, you couldn't absorb that? Man, I'm telling you, man, it was the jug. Now they're getting clowned in the community. And you know they savages. So now they beating the dude to death because he got knocked out by a jug of water. They can't have no softness in the crew. So now he just beat the death and it was like, oh, because you tried to you tried to take my purse. So and I got a purse now, you know what I'm saying? Water, man. Every day I want y'all drinking this shit, man. I want y'all drinking it every goddamn day, man. Listen to that, man. This is how I want your stomach to sound when you walk. This is how much water I want inside. I want you walking around like, who's coming in here? And they'd be like, oh man, my bad. I had a lot of I had a lot of water today, man. Can you hear me? You can't sneak up on nobody with a jiggly stomach. That water in there, juice is flowing. Get more water, man. I want y'all drinking. Y'all barely be drinking it. And I know y'all be barely drinking it. Y'all be lying to me. Y'all be fudging the numbers. Y'all be acting like you're too busy, acting like you forgot. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear none of it, man. Get in on this. Get in on this, man. We back. Hell yeah. Water's good. You hear that jug hitting the wind? Yeah, man. What's the highest you've ever dove into some water? What's the highest height where you was just like, I'm going to dive in? Pretty high. Like on some mountains, but, on the rocks? Oh, yeah. I've done cliffs and stuff like that in DR. In Puerto Rico. If you had Puerto to Rico estimate. For sure. uh, I don't know. What was that drop? Hold on. Let me look it up. You can't swim? T TC, you can't swim? I can't swim. You can't swim? Nope. What's, what's holding y'all back from learning? <clears throat> I just never learned. Just too, been too busy, huh? I was actually, uh, actually when I was younger, the, the whole park and do everything else. But when they were like, you lay on your back and you're just going to float. Yeah. They let me go. I'd be in that motherfucker screaming. Because I, nah, you, you let panic? me go. Yeah. Cause I can feel the water like kind of going above my ears, yeah, and that's like a signal for me like I'm about to go under, mm. and I can't really stand in this water, yeah, which I decide to put me in. So I'm like, I'm not gonna make it, right? They let me go, and I'd be like, mm, I can't do it, I just can't. That was the thing that held me back. But my cousin taught me how to like maneuver through the water, or whatever, yeah. Um, so like I can I can move under the water, but if uh -huh. the water is like taller than me, then I I can't stay above the water, so I can't swim. For right, real. you can't doggy paddle either. Nah. Okay. I never learned that. All right, it's time, man. I know, but I'm. It's like, when do I have time? You got. They time. had to make make time. You got to make the time to do it. Okay. Once you get in the relationship, people, you need to know how to swim. <laughs> That's what I tell all the guys. We've been on Keenan Baker because they don't know how to swim. But Janelle, she likes going on trips. They like going on trips, jet skiing, water skiing. They go in the pools, whatever. And like, yo, you have to know how to swim if you're in a relationship. Because what if 
Yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to be on the shore while your girl in there frolicking in the water, and then some muscly lifeguardy dude is over there. I got you, baby girl. You just standing there, hands in your pocket on the shore. Me and my girl don't know how to swim, so we both down bad. Oh, well, then you you might be good then. <laughs> you might be better off because y'all both can't swim. <laughs> but if one can swim and then you can't, oh man, look out! What happened here? Look out, man. Learn how to swim, man. Make the time. It's time, y'all. If you grown, make the time to learn how to swim. And swim classes are fun. It's a fun class. It's not like it's not like you're gonna be doing homework. Well, you're gonna be doing homework, but it's not gonna be like, you know, it's not you're not gonna be sitting up in here with doing papers and turning them in and doing research and getting your bibliography together and you're gonna be typing and citing your sources. You're just gonna be learning how to swim. The hard part is, though, if you have a bad moment, if you have a bad day in the class and you almost drowned, you, like you almost died, and you can't get over that, that's when it gets tough. Because that's what happened to me. I was at the YMCA little thing, and they had me doing this exercise where you go down, and then you come up, and then you go down, and you come up, and I got too far from the wall, and I panicked, and I almost drowned. Never went back to the class. Yeah, that's what I was in camp. Yeah. And they, they did the thing, and the water was already cold. So my teeth, I'm already like low-key teeth chattering or whatever. It's like yeah. the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had swimming in the morning. But it was just me and maybe like a couple other kids. And she she was like, all right, going to float. And I was like, all right, I, I was going to do it. And I was like, you know, I want to learn. I actually want to learn to swim. She did that. And then uh, she let me go, and I started, teeth was chattering. I started tripping. And I, I just, I, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done. And later that day, they was like, all right. And I switched it. I went to the camp counselor. I was like, I'm changing. I'm not taking swimming anymore. I was like, what do you want to do? Archery. Oh. And ever an since then, you've been Legolas from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Can you hit a target now? Uh, That was so long ago. Mm. I was nine, so I didn't even get the... That camp trip was kind of bad for me, but it was fun at the same time because I always wanted to go. It was like the... uh, You ever heard of 4-H? Mm. The, the four, it's like a four-leaf clover kind of thing. They have these programs or whatever, and I have been wanting to go because my dad worked for 4-H back then. Mm. You only can go when you turn nine. You had to be nine. That was a threshold. But I, my dad would go every summer. I see him going, I'm like, man, it looked fun. Like, I want to go. Yeah. So I went and had the swimming thing. Uh, somebody came through and was, like, throwing water balloons. They couldn't figure out who did it. Like, it mm-hmm. was crazy. Like, we'd be chilling in the room. Somebody opened the door just smack. Like, anybody could have got hit type oh, that's thing. dope. It was fun like that. And then... um, uh, Keep your own edge. And then uh, I ended up doing something stupid because I was uh, I was trying to like be cool, or whatever. Mm. And I told him, was like, "Yeah, man, I could I could carry you on my back." Oh. And I was nine; he was like fourteen, so I carried him on my back. And then I stepped on a rock and I bent my ankle like oh. really bad. Mm-hmm. And I had to leave the camp. I didn't get the experience. The big oh, you had to leave the whole camp. I had to leave. I was hurt. Damn. I didn't like sprain anything, but it just it was I couldn't walk on it, yeah. so I couldn't really enjoy the the things, whatever. So I ruined my own experience that I couldn't wait to get. And then I never Damn, went back. Man. So. Trying to be cool, carrying a 14-year-old. He won't that heavy, though, I ain't going to lie. But that's mm-hmm. one step tore me up because, you know, all that, my weight and then his weight and then yeah. all my, my little ankle, my nine-year-old ankle. Come on, your nine-year-old <laughs> ankle didn't stand a chance. How old were you when you, uh, wait, how old are you now? 27. <laughs> okay, so I learned how to swim, swim for real in 2004 or five. So that puts me at what age? 87, 97. Somebody do the math for me real quick. 27? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. How, you, wait, how you old were you older? 
I think I was 27. I'm 45 now. 45 now. I was now, born in 77. 18. Yep, 27. So I was 27 when I learned how to fully, comfortably swim, swim with no more fear. Mm. It's never too late, man. I, I never said it was too late. I've seen people do it, and I'd be like, man, I want to get back into swimming. Get and I want to get back it. into piano lessons. I want to do that. But work. I have to live. I feel like you got to make a living, but you can make the time. Because then I got to pay somebody to do it. And I'm going to be consistent if I'm paying. Mm. But the time, I just man. don't be having. Because when I when I want to rest, I'm resting. I feel rest. I respect rest now. I respect hmm. it now. I respect it now. Hmm. Um, I have an answer for the height. The who? The how high I've jumped oh. into water. No, um, it's fifty feet. You you made a fifty feet jump into the water. Mm-hmm. And at El Yunque, you have the option of twelve. What is it? Twelve. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it right now. Fifty. Feet. Sorry, I'm eating on air, y'all. Uh, twelve, twenty-five, or fifty. So you you went to the top top. I did all three. <clears throat> I, but I was obsessed with the water. Mm-hmm. I've been obsessed. Like, well, I haven't swam in a while, but growing up, I was obsessed with water. I was swimming all day, every day when I lived at uh, my uncle's house, except for the winter, of course. Why you don't swim no more? Because of your hair? No, because I don't have access to a pool like that. It was my own pool. The pool over here, I went over there, mad kids. I don't, I'm also like, I don't want to be in a spot where there's mad other people's piss. Like, I could deal with my family's piss, but other people's piss? Public pools. You just <laughs> got to answer for it all, huh? You ask me a question, you want to answer, right? Get back in that water. Man. I would love to. They don't be peeing at the gym. Oh, hell yeah. Them old people, they can't they control them. Pla- I'd be watching them, too. I'd be looking at them. like, look at them pissing. If you really loved the water, <laughs> you would take the piss. I said I loved the water when I was younger. You don't love it no more? I still love it, but I'm just not in, like, I'm not in it like that. It's like I don't have lyric. access. You got access. I'm not going in that in that pool in the gym. I know other people feel me. In yeah, see, gym? a lot of people are like yeah, I'm with like Sabrina. The, I didn't even. They have pools at the gym. Yeah, my like you could just depends on which gym you go to. But I yeah. was like, because I yeah, and it's all old pool people. at anywhere you work out or something like that. It's YMCA. That's what it feels like to yeah. me. Yeah, LA Fitness yeah. got a. Um, the pool in there. Twenty four hour fitness, they be having pools. It just oh, yeah. depends on the, the particular gym. Yeah, I'm with Sabrina on that. Nah. I yeah. wouldn't do it either. Y'all just some tight ass. Then nah, you do bro. it. Let me see Man. you do it. Nah, I get in the pool with that, cause the you know how people treat the gym yeah. stuff. So imagine people just you know, I just hop in the pool. That. I know they're not cleaning it regularly. They probably clean it regularly. Nah. Nah. It's probably a code they have to follow. It's a gym. It's not like a raggedy, you know, side of the road type function. They got yeah. I mean they they got rules they got to follow, guidelines. but it's still probably not as like at chlorine. I'd rather take the pool outside. Like in the Even if y'all place. had your private little pools, y'all wouldn't be in the water. Oh, I would absolutely I would. be Actually, in the water. I don't believe it. When I when when my cousin it. had taught me how to do a little a little something, something, even though I couldn't swim, we was at the pool three, four times a week. Like, One thing I will say, even when I couldn't swim, I was in that goddamn pool. I we were even though I was ashamed of my fatness. That I was, was the, in the pool. That was the darkest I ever been in my life because I was at the pool tanning. Man. Pool was fun. Even even when I couldn't swim, and I was just like, I'm scared. I was in there. It's a good workout too. You be it's like great. leaving, like man. The water is, fantastic. but it can't exhaust you if you're not ready. If you you ain't eat or you ain't going there prepared, you get out the pool and be like, <gasps> yeah, it's real. If y'all don't know how to swim, learn. When you when you made that epic dive, mm-hmm. how'd you go in? Did you go in feet, feet first? first? Yeah. Okay. Did you hold your head up like that? Yeah. Okay. Well, what you mean? 
I don't know where my head was actually. Probably looking because I'm always scared of the water hitting my nostrils. Mm. I've never that been impact, one of those so I'll be like, I feel like if you go feet first, it kind of it, uh, keeps that from happening. It opens That's, the yeah. water. I would because yeah. I, I wouldn't want any any type of water to hit here. Um, yeah. I've never been, and I've, it's so funny. When I was younger, I never understood. I've never been a hold my nose when I jump into the water person, because I just learned like how to control my breathing once you hit the water. Mm. I was I was so upset. I'm telling you, I was obsessed. I thought it was going to be like, uh, what's it called? A lifeguard. And then I met an actual lifeguard and he was my, he was in, his dad was in a band with my dad. Mm-hmm. And he taught me all this, like how to do like the dolphin swim and all these different, sw- like, you know, there's different ways to swim, right? Yeah. And he taught me all these different moves. And then he's like, you don't want to be a lifeguard though. <laughs> it's like, okay. He's like, you got to put your mouth in all these different people. And I'm like, all right, bro, you got me. But he's like, but never stop. He ruined your dream. But, I mean, that was a good point. I saved that one one girl from drowning, and I think I'm good. Mm. It's like, if you're a lifeguard, you got to be able to swim and then also help somebody else that may not be able to swim get back to safety, too. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. It's a real job. Yeah. It's real work, man. The water's dangerous, man. Absolutely. It'll kill you. Yeah. yeah. I think it could kill you. I think people kind of underestimate at times. Because, it, mm. it, it, you know, growing up is fun. It's like a fun thing. But right. that is, yeah, that too much of that is just One falls move. It's powerful, man. Yeah, out of here. I, I like underwater swimming more than like above. Above water. Above water was, swimming is work. <clears throat> yeah, I was obsessed yeah. with like going as like deep as I can, yeah. pause, and just swimming and just staying under there seeing how long I can go under underwater is definitely more appealing to me yeah one thing about me though I like having the full equipment you know call me dorky if you want I don't care who's listening I like to have the goggles on with the nose guard I'm in there with the full protection because you know my eyes get irritated I don't like water going in my nose so it's just you know let me get the full let me get the full goggle protection I got the goggles the nose guard and I'm all in once I get that let the good times roll goggles don't be yeah. don't be trying to nah, uh Neiman Ford don't be like man we always need to drink water don't try to bail out on this I'm talking about when you're in the water they could kill you you know, drinking a glass of water ain't going to kill you. Although, if it goes down the wrong pipe. I think I was always scared of, like, the pressure of the water with goggles and, like, my eyeballs popping out. <laughs> the further deep, like, the deeper you go. I, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I'll just <clears throat> I'll just bare face it. That helps a I lot. Can... That water be tearing eyeballs apart. Because yeah. the pool is mostly because of the chlorine and stuff like that. If mm-hmm. you go in like a saltwater one, it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. But it still stings because oh, yeah. water's not really supposed to touch your eyes like Man, that. Man, I was open eyes all yeah. day. I was like, out, out the chlorine pool. Red or whatever, yeah. And so then then you wear glasses, so that makes it even harder because I wear contacts and mm. pool and contacts don't mix. Mm. Oh, yeah. You so I got have that. to wear goggles. But I can't go in there and be like, oh, I got glasses. Then I got goggles. Like it's contacts, goggles. But if... Water gets in there or something like I go in and it and it hit my eye. And I'm like, I'm, yep, I'm in sizzle. trouble. I'm in trouble. Yeah, I love the goggles with the nose protection. Yeah, I'd be all once I got that, I'm all in. It it is fun. It mm-hmm. is definitely fun. I can go down, and I used to go down deep to where my that's probably what my ears, ears jacked up. I probably messed up my own ear in the pool because I would go deep until it was like 
cracking my eardrums loose. And then um. here I am today with a bum ear. Right ear is trash. And I think it's getting worse. I had to take you to El Yunque. Who? El Yunque is the waterfall in Puerto Rico. That's the 50 That's where I jump. Oh, yeah. snap, man. But you could do the 12 foot. I'm always scared of diving off a cliff because I'm scared of the rocks below. Yeah. yeah maybe I. That's what that's that's a big fear. Now if it was flat down there and I can, and I knew it, I'd be like, yeah. But man, I'll be thinking about them hard, jagged ass rocks. Hell no. I was just thinking like who the first person to do the jump and be like, Yeah, we have enough clearance. Here. Right. How do you know if you have enough clearance and them rocks ain't down there? Because I'm telling you, if you land on a jagged rock, you're done. Put me in the casket. <laughs> I can't imagine that level of pain. Right. Hell no. Yeah, that's and, then, be and then the thing is, and if you get hurt in the water, you can't react too crazy because you're in the water. Right, so you got to like stay you, calm yeah, so you can calm, survive like. <laughs> in your environment. You can't freak out. It's a lot going on. But in Puerto Rico, it would be nice to know some Spanish. It would. Babel is a uh, Babel is an app that has so many different languages on it. And when you're traveling abroad for the summertime, man, get your languages together. You know what I'm saying? For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Like when I took Spanish, when I took Spanish, the first time I took Spanish in high school, my teacher was absolute garbage. Coach Terrazas, if you're listening to this, I don't think you're listening to my podcast. I don't even know if you're alive or not, to be honest with you. If you are listening to this podcast, you were trash as a teacher of Spanish. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how you did on the coach front, but as a teacher of Spanish, we learned nothing. You would forget if you gave us an assignment and I'm in there, you know, one false move. If you give us an inch, we're going to take a mile. Yo, y'all, no, you never gave us an assignment. He would ask the class, did I give y'all an assignment yesterday? We'd be like, nah, man, nah. We was just in here. We was learning. I learned zilch in his Spanish class. Garbage. Garbage. And, and, and most of the coaches that I had as teachers were good teachers. Like Coach Irwin, who taught biology, he was one of my favorite teachers of all time. He was fantastic. He had syphilis in the class. Oh. He had it in the jar, of course. But you know what I'm saying? Wait, oh, what? But <laughs> Coach Tarasas, you gave us nothing. So I took Spanish. I was like, man, this sucks. Even then I knew it sucked. So that next year, I took French. I took French. Shout out to Miss Kelly. She was a good teacher. She knew what she was doing. Mm -hmm. She gave us the lessons. She was cute at that time. Like, you know, we were just desperate for anything cute. Thinking back, I was like, yeah, she was all right. But at the time, I was like, hey, she's young. Any young teacher had the ability to be cute. Pretty much. We were just looking for somebody young that we felt like the hormones we different. had a chance with. Because everybody else was like 89 if they wasn't in their 20s. Miss Kelly, who was married to Coach Kelly, also at the high school, her French class was dope. My name was Guy in that class. It was pronounced Guy, and that was the name I picked. Because we could pick our own names in that class. It was like, what's your name? I was like, man, Guy. And she was like, Guy. And I was like, oh, even better. Um... <laughs> So good, in fact, I took French too. Joined French club. I was all in. Fondue parties, man. Let's go to France. She was teaching dope lessons, and 
I felt like I was really learning the language, and I'm still a, I'm still a fan of French. I just feel like Spanish is more pressing because I'm in America, and shoot, Spanish is is damn near the language of the country at this point, and um, so that's that's the language I'm focused on now. You know, Sabrina speaks Spanish sometimes. You know what I'm saying? See. And so I was like, you know what, man? Let me get my Spanish up. I still do my lessons on Babbel. Now, now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language, whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just want to have some free time. Babbel teaches you bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been significantly proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. What language you want to learn? Uh, I'll probably say Spanish. I Spanish. took Spanish in school, but I had similar experience to you. Yeah. Uh, terrible, teacher, terrible man. first teacher. Messing and then when I got, I got lucky my second Spanish teacher because you needed both credits to pass mm-hmm. or graduate. My second teacher was also trash. So I got by both times and now I know nothing. See, trash mm-hmm. teachers, man, you're ruining everything. You're ruining everything. Lord. I'm pissed, man. I feel it. They had a job to do when they failed. Yeah, it just didn't, it was just poor management from top to bottom. It just didn't take it serious. Come on, man. Rob me of another language. Come on, man. Then we'd be turning our backs and we just write off the whole language. Mm. We'd be in the country. We'd be smack dab in Mexico City and be like, man, I ain't speaking this. Costa Rosas. Oh. That's you know why I haven't been nowhere. So I'm like, I don't. Come on, you I feel like I can't communicate with the people, man. They don't know what's going on. Right. I, I, I uh, I liked my Spanish class. <laughs> I never went. I just went for the test, and then you, I would go once in knew? a while. Yeah, I've, I've been fluent. She, she was huh? one of them. I was like, she was one of them. I would come in. Oh, oh there's a Spanish test tomorrow. All right, I'll be there. Uh, Ace yeah. it, and then be out. And then, obviously, my attendance was bitch. trash. But and then every time I run into my Spanish teacher and she'd be like, Sabrina, I don't I'm like, uh, I was in lunch. And she's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> God damn it. Having the inside track. I know. There are so many ways to learn with Babel in addition to lessons. You can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a twenty day money back guarantee. Twenty day money back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babel. And right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash verbal. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash verbal for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life, man. Get in on it. I took my lesson yesterday. Yo, shout out to Babbel for existing because I taught myself a very bare minimum of Brazilian Portuguese and Hebrew uh, in my early 20s because I felt like I needed to know it. I don't mm-hmm. know why I needed to know uh, Portuguese, but I was so obsessed with Brazil that I was like, I need to know it. Um, this is Brazil. And then Hebrew, 
I would just always, I would always be in like the Hasidic parts of uh, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to teach myself Hebrew and, and then French. Uh, I took a French class. I took French class in middle school, all throughout middle school. And then I took the easy way in high school because I was like, I don't even like school. Man. But um, if uh, Babel existed then... Oh, man. It would have been way easier, way way of an easier process. But I did watch a lot of movies mm -hmm. because of it, because of uh, wanting to learn, like, different languages. I, there's this one French movie called, uh, like, The Red Balloon. Mm -hmm. You know that, that song? Pennywise? No. God, oh, okay. No. It's about this little boy, and he had a it, balloon. He got his arm ripped off All by right. a clown? You know what? Let's talk about Irv Gotti. <laughs> You you wasn't talking about it, right? Let's talk about Irv Gotti. Oh snap, man! Uh, Irv Gotti, man, he doing too much. He is out here airing the old ass, dirty laundry between him and Ashanti, bro. We get it, man. You smashed Ashanti. That's that's you just want us. You just want us to know you smashed Ashanti because Ashanti is is hot. Congratulations! Like the Sabrina's jealous. I'm jealous. But you know, because Sabrina, if Sabrina had smashed Ashanti, she'd be telling everybody, oh, you "Listen, oh, you know like, Ashanti? You like this song? You know." And I'd pull out the video right before she wrote this song. We smashed. <laughs> uh, we get it, bro. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's it's no hush. But then, as a matter of fact. Ain't you still, has he gotten a divorce? Nah, man. He's still with his same wife? I think he's, well, I don't know if it's the same, Shorty. Is it still Deb? Let me see. Because Deb was the one he was always talking about on the show. He's like, Deb, Deb, you know, mad East Coast. Deb, like, if they still together, why are you talking about this? So if you're not getting it, you don't drink champs, you want to be free, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure y'all had the conversations probably. He was married at the time. He was claiming. If he's still married to Deb, and that's probably who he cheated on her. You know, they're not married. No they're more. not married. Okay, so all right. So he's free now. Free to talk about it or whatever. He's not but free. But still, it's too late. No, he shouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. He it's not, too late. He's he, he not free. He's still. That's crazy because that's like 20 years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, that was you know, sideburn Ashanti too. She did used to have some she time, was bro. She was young. He definitely took advantage of her. Yeah. Yeah. Ashanti was a teenager. Was she a teenager? Or not, well. She no, was no, young, she was, she was like 21 or so. Early 20s. But that's What's the she, age comparison? How old is he? Google it up, man. Let, let, we, we getting this down to the yeah. Not Not like when she was, when we knew about Ashanti, she wasn't a teenager. All right. He's 52 and she's 41. That's a 10-year gap. He's 52, so he was born in 73, 70. 74. He said he's 52. 50. Mm -hmm. 71? 70. 1970? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, 52. So he's born in 1970, and she's how old? He said she's 40. 41. 41? So she's born so in she's 40 80, years younger than me. 81. 81. So they was popping. So this, you got to think, she blew up. Early 2000s, like yeah. 2000. All right, 20 years three? ago. So yeah. she was 21. She was 21. But that's she was when of we, age. Yeah, that's when, yeah, of age. But yeah, that's when but, we know yeah. Ashanti, right? It takes time. I feel like, I feel like they weren't smashing right away. 
I can. I feel like it's a situation where they were just always around each other, and then you know one thing leads to another. All that time together, you know what I'm saying? Like, because Irv don't seem like the kind of guy that Ashanti would smash right away. No disrespect to Irv, but you know. Yeah, but she was I'll, young, and he was but I also powerful. Think, Even with the year. yeah, because he was the, he, was, he was basically the, the was. overseer of whatever she did. So yeah. that's what, I still think it's a predatory situation. Yeah, and I feel like it probably did develop beforehand. I'm not saying he initially like just went like straight on like that. Right. The way he's touting it now is like we had a thing, but back then it probably to her wasn't like a thing. It was probably well, she probably just felt like it probably yeah, probably for her it probably for back her, then it, it felt probably like felt a like thing. an organic like yo, we working together. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? But he was like. You know, yeah, he probably he right. planted the seed. Yeah. So I, I do want to say this because I hear this argument all the time. Mm-hmm. A woman can be taken advantage of by a powerful man or a man who she, you know, like, and also the other way around. A man can also be taken advantage of up until the age of like, I would say like 25 is when you start to go like, oh, hold on. <laughs> hold <laughs> That's the fuck where they on. kick in. You know what I mean? But like at 21, you still have a very young mentality and you can still very much be influenced into falling, quote-unquote, falling for someone. Mm. And um, also, he was a married man at the, at the yeah. time. Mm. So, like... He he was in the wrong. He was in the wrong. The whole time. Yeah. yeah. From the jump. Oh, oh absolutely. I know at, for him to come out here and be mad? Yeah, like, I know at 21, I was fooled plenty of times. And I look back on it, and I'm like, damn, like, y'all creeps. You know what I mean? And mm. I thought at that time I was an adult, but... I wasn't. I wasn't. And I was being, I mean, there's also a lot of times where I was just like, man, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> um, and I, luckily as a teenager, I was never fooled. But when you get older, you're like, oh, I'm an adult now. We're on the same page because you're an adult and I'm an adult. And then you, you look back on it and you're like, wait, you wasn't ready. I yet. wasn't really ready for any of that. And yeah. now I feel. But does, does that automatically mean taking advantage of? Yes. Why? Because it was the things that were said. They know what to say. They know what to do. They know how to like, uh, pretty much trick you into believing that they care, but they only want one thing, and then they all the time. This is a blanket. No, but this is just like it's clearly so the, Irv a... did not want to marry Ashanti. She mm-hmm. he just wanted a smash. He was yeah. married already, so he did everything right in order to smash. Right, and here he is bragging about it. It's like, bro. And then upset later. about how she left and went to somebody else. He got his heart broken. Like yeah, how you get your heart broken and you married? Yo, you married. Son. You're married. Hey, here's the thing, though. And that's a. I here's think saying thing. getting your heart broken is such a. Just because you're married does not mean you don't have feelings for another person. I agree, but. I mean, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm nah. just saying. <laughs> no, nah, that's facts, though. I but get it, it. But the thing is, like, at the you, I, it's, you it's wack as hell. But it's not like it's not like. In your mind, even though you have somebody else, it doesn't mean you're not also telling yourself or feeling like, man, but I love this person. I married the wrong one or whatever. That I mean, happens could, too. It, yeah, it could be that. But also, I'm not saying that's the case with him, but yeah, yeah, I say, there's I no I'm blankets. Not getting, I'm there's not no getting blankets. any of that from this at all. Because based on what I'm hearing, it's just like he, he's, he sounds jaded. He sounds heartbroken. And then he was the one that was seems to be doing all the wrong. And then when she was oh, just absolutely. like, well, I, you know, it just seems like she just was like, I left or I stopped engaging in this. And then he's like, how could you? And I'm like, what? What? Yeah. That's crazy. As he's sitting on the couch with his wife, seeing the Shanti at the ball game, it's just like, my heart. It's just like, bro, man. 
Nah, man. Yeah. Come on. Oh, the uh, Letta said, also, a lot of girls are told older guys are better, so it's easier to get fooled because you're already at a disadvantage. And then Pink Doberman said, even besides being tricked, somebody that holds your future in, and dreams in their hands make it a power dynamic that is too unbalanced, which is all true because, like, you're already looking at this person like, like, man, without them, what would I be? Right. And so he, he just he took advantage. Yeah, at the end of I the still, day. Yeah. I, yeah, and there's a lot of other instances of that, obviously. And who knows um, what what this is doing to her? Yeah, because I don't think she's. I don't. I never heard her speak about this at all. She this is like chilling. news to me. She be minding. Like I had no idea this even happened. And when it came out, I was just like, "This is how we brought this 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 kind of information around or whatever." But there's gonna be a lot more examples of people telling these kind of stories as time goes on. Mm-hmm. This industry just shady. Oh, this industry day. is shady. All the entertainment industries is just bad. Like. It seems like there's predatory things that go on across the board from regardless of gender or whatever goes on. Like it's across the board. There's a right. lot of, you know, predatory things that happen. And it's it's just terrible. And I want I want people to speak out about it and be comfortable about it. But not from the, the eyes not of like the, Irv Gotti. Like, not from yeah, the predator. Not from, predators not, from the, yeah. <laughs> not from the attacker themselves. Man, I was hurt. Because some people crazy. feel like they're not predators. It's just it's a thing of it's like it's it's normalized. That's what she was saying. If yeah. we if we've taught women, talk teaching these girls and growing up, you want to you want an older guy because they're more mature. So right. Then you yeah. look at that and then you're young, thinking I'm mature. He thinks I'm mature because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. want to mess with me or whatever. When the whole time you getting played, you getting manipulated. Yeah. Like I tried to. I had that same instance with me and my ex are falling out. Right. Mm-hmm. We're falling out. Like our relationship is falling apart. Right. Long distance, or whatever. There's this dude that she's been kicking it with, mm-hmm. but she's like. Uh, she was um, she was seventeen. Right. He was twenty one or twenty two, and I was like, "Look, you don't have that much experience dating. Neither mm-hmm. do I. But I know how guys are, and I know how they can be. And my dad was telling me all these things. He was like, "He is going to do something to her." Like, and I was like, "I don't want that to happen, but I'll give her the warning." So I told her. Right. <clears throat> and sure enough, after our relationship fell apart or whatever, she started kicking with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then down the line, like New Year's come along, is like he left. And went to California with his other girl, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. or something. And they have a kid together and all the stuff like that. And I was like, you wasn't ready. You didn't yeah. know. And it was like, you can't see those signs because it's just like, ah, him. Right. right. And the whole time he's like, I got you right where I want you. So I think yeah. society as a whole uh, kind of brainwashes us as women and be like, women women uh, develop faster than like boys, like girls develop mm-hmm. faster mentally than mm-hmm. boys and all this other stuff. And it's like, mm, do we? No. You know what I mean? But we're told that so when, so we don't look at boys our age yeah, as like equal. And don't look and, at like, the older guys that prey on y'all as, as weird. Yeah, like right. it's like, oh, this is normal. This Hanging makes sense. Hanging around the high school. Bro, you graduated yeah. and you're kicking it at the football games. Go home. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why it's like I only like a dude. The first thing you say, I only date younger women, and it's like, all right, time out. Because yeah. how young are we talking? Right. About? And that's usually a red flag to me. Be like, oh, you only date younger women. Why? Because they can da 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 da. They can stroke your ego. They can do all these things like that. Because mm-hmm. you just manipulating them. Like that's how you have to maneuver through there. And if older, if women your age aren't looking at you and don't look at you as like a peer, they look at you as like something worse or something like that. That's not mm. nothing to brag about. Are men being manipulated also? <clears throat> Uh, men, with, with that sentiment, where yeah. they say a young girl gonna take better care of you, they are gonna stroke the ego. That's a that's a form of manipulation too. What yeah. is it? But I think it, manipulation. 
<laughs> it was raggedy, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That happens a lot. You know, you always hear, yeah, a young girl going to do this, that, and the third. Oh, yeah. And when, they, when a young man hears that, he's like, oh, okay, that's what I'm going to go for next time. You know what I'm saying? So there's all, nothing is one-sided. And yeah. that's how people talk. It's like, you know, it's just girls. that are, Everybody's getting manipulated. Yeah. And so, like, you know, when, we, when I grew up, I remember I got my little feelings hurt from this girl that I liked in high school. But she went for the older guy. He had a car. He already graduated. While he was hanging with us, I don't know. But we thought it was cool. He's like, yo, man, D, hanging with us, man. You know what I'm saying? He got a car. We riding with him. You know, he in the military. And, uh, you know, but he scooped my little girl up, man. You know what I'm saying? We weren't we weren't together, but, you know, I liked it. But, you know, she scooped him up. I mean, he scooped her up. And I was just like, man, you know what I'm saying? He had a car. Because I felt like it was the car, you know. And he was bald-headed with glasses. I was like, you motherfucker. Ooh, bald-headed with glasses? Bald-headed with glasses, man. He was me in the future. You know, he had a car, <laughs> bald-headed glasses. I'm like, man, look. Look at me now. That's probably why I got this look, because it's a D. That was his name, D. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it was just like, man, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't, I couldn't compete with that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I knew how to drive. I ain't no car. Then she tried to come around later on. I was like, man, get off my lap, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like really come around. Yeah, she tried to sit on my lap. I'm like, man, look out. <laughs> I held that grudge, man. You know what I'm saying? You you <clears throat> picked you picked the older dude over me. And then you got your little feelings, sir. You're gonna try to you come, back come back and give me yeah. the the leftovers? Mm-mm. The the comeback never works for me. Yeah, man, look out, man. I ain't your rebound. And so I told her one time, I'm like, man, look out, man. She's like, oh, you mean to me? It's like, yeah, man. Well, why were you mean? Because she, she, she tried let to sit down? on my lap after she played me for D. She knew I liked her. Did she? Yeah. Okay. She definitely knew. I wrote letters then. But did did she let you down lightly? She was just like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to hang out with D. I was like, man, y'all, y'all, we just hanging out. I was like. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know exactly how it went. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but you holding a grudge on her, that's petty. Why? That's not petty. Yeah, because it wasn't rude. It doesn't sound like she let you down. No, it's not but rude. But don't come no, no, back no, to me rude. after you got dissed. Oh, she got dissed? It's or like, she... or he like, they obviously didn't work yeah. out or whatever, and you know I like you, so now you come back because in your mind, I can go back to him because that's, that's And easy. I was, I, I was telling I'm her I liked it. her before D even existed. Oh, okay. And so it's just so that's like, different. Hey, I yeah, didn't come around when he was already on the scene. That's why I was like, does she know that you like her? Yeah, I wrote the letter, If you make it obvious and you put it out there, and she knows. Then she tries to come back after something else broke up. Like y'all pick who you want to pick. Yeah, but stick go for with me. But don't try to come back to me after oh, yeah. it didn't work out. I'm not gonna be your second. You made your move. But how you do you can't know, come back? But how do you know it's seconds? Maybe she realized. Maybe like he made her realize that you are a better person. Well, she should have realized that from jump. But you can't when you have nothing to compare it as like compare it to as a kid. You know what I mean? No, she, she was no young. She had a baby. She was just in oh, high she had school. a baby. What? This story sucks. If she had a kid in high school. I think that's just the the risk it, that happens with but having uh, a kid doesn't make and stuff you. like that. Like it, I understand how you feel about it and how yeah. Tony feels. about no, it. No man, forget how she feels about it. That's horse <laughs> shit. Because you know be like he, you can see it be like he's being petty or anything like that. But I still feel like like it doesn't. I feel like on any side, it just makes you feel like you pick you pick the person second. And it's like you can learn all of those things that come with having you know a relationship not work out. Mm. But the minute you come back to somebody that you, it's almost like you know. I like you. You just like it's almost like a guarantee. Like I can win this right here, right? It's a good pick. 
or supposedly now I know now it's like now I know that's a good pick and you come back nah bro I already told like we were there and it's gonna haunt it's gonna haunt the person because it's just like oh you just picked me because they yeah. dished you and that's and so always gonna that's be never a good feeling head. to have you want to go forward in the future I was yeah. a, I was just a second pick or like you know yeah. the afterthought yeah, well, so what if we, she was thinking about you the whole time they were together oh man look out man. This, these are all possible. Look out. It's a possibility. She had the opportunity. Like, I don't think you get to take the risk and then get both rewards. No. Like, that, if, that if I... Work if, for me. Flip the role. I'm the I'm the person, and I diss a girl because I went after another, and then I try to come back. And she's like, nah, man. I'm going to be like, respect. Yeah. You're right, because <clears throat> I dissed you for somebody else that didn't work out. Now I'm trying to come back. That's not right. Yeah. And so, you it's know. A, you, it's a thing of like, you know, if that if, if you're in that situation, you just got to weigh your options. And if you and the thing is like the minute you pick somebody, you know that that the, the thing is you'll probably lose everybody else. Yep. I, 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 I think that's fair. If it was me and I got dissed and then they came back, I'm at least smashing and then I'm going to stop calling them and blocking them on everything. Yeah, that's, you know that's, what I mean? That's petty too though. Yeah, that's petty <laughs> as You gave well. them the opportunity yeah. then you're going to be nah, from the jump. Don't even get them. Now you're going to diss them. That's petty moves as well. I know. But Wait, I know. The, thing, like the thing with me like, you <laughs> she know. She said, I'm going to take something. <laughs> I'm getting was, something. If I was older, <laughs> if I was older when that happened, I probably would have smashed and just, just faded into the shrubbery. But at this time, I was a virgin. So there was no. See, different. There was no smash. It was just like, nah, mm. man, look out. I liked you. Romance. This was romance, Tony. You know, this is buttery, Princess Bride, poetry. I wrote you a letter and I sent it on the Blue Jay's leg to drop it off for you at lunch. <laughs> that was that, Tony. And so when she did that and she tried to sit on my lap, I was like, man, look out, man. You know what I'm saying? And so, but grown Tony. In the streets, Tony, I've been like, man, oh, now you coming back around. I would have smashed and then just faded off. Hmm. I might not even smash, to be honest with you. I was thinking that. Too. I was like, I, I probably wouldn't have smashed. I don't care no more. <laughs> like, I probably would like, you, you know what? I can't is, even get it up, man. Look out. That, that would annoy me. That's all I see. D. You see him. Wow. I see him. Even though her initials was also D, but. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, nah, man, it's too late. You had your chance. It's because he had a car, man. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Nah, ain't, no, the car. ain't no rebound. You might have been better looking, man, you know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna blame it on the car. You know what I'm talking about? But also personality. You don't know what his personality was. Yeah, like. I knew his personality. Oh. I knew did? D, man. Oh, you that's know what D. I've been telling you. Oh, I thought this was I thought D was just a, a <laughs> been guy. telling you that we was hanging with D. That's how they met. Oh, the plot thickens when it comes to all of that. That's yeah, that's man, a lot. You know what I'm I still want the revenge pumps on the virginity loss. I that's, get it. That's just facts. I, I need a shirt that says <laughs> I want the revenge pumps. Where man. is she? I gotta find her. We gotta find her. She in she in Virginia somewhere, man. I'll be out there in Virginia. You know what I'm talking about, you feel me? But, Wait. If you run into her, uh-huh. this is all right, everybody's gonna be in on this conversation. If you run into her mm-hmm. in Virginia, mm-hmm. are you gonna text me like I found her? I'm be first, like, yo, and then be like, I'm be like, you're not gonna believe who's here, and then, but you have to Facetime me, and I'm with the be revenge like, pumps because I'm be like, she <laughs> I want to cheer off. you on. <laughs> See, my baby got more than two pumps, bitch. Because I'm thinking <laughs> she fell off. She probably did. Hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm trying to be thinking old. she fell off. She probably did. So it's gonna be, I'm gonna be like. It's gonna like, be. Like, oh my god! Me, I could be wrong. Like maybe, maybe she. Maybe you know, she. Maybe she's fine, but maybe she not. I'm, like, I'm hey. leaning towards the fall off. Maybe she. 
she might be on that show, my 300-pound life, or it's a 500-pound life. Would get, it be easier for you to stomach if she fell off? I don't or if she know. Either way, up? I'd be like, because I get it. You know what I mean? You want you want revenge. You know, you got a little bit more. I mean, I know what you're capable of and shit. Because it was the build-up. It was the build-up to the smash. Yeah. Like, it was just... I bet you she thought oh, in her mind, like, man, Tony about to break me off. And I I had nothing. I hope she's but, toothless. It was your debut, though. I don't think you should have high expectations like that. But she unless didn't you, know that. Unless you was talking big shit. No. She didn't know that. No, we, we, we worked together. We was making out in the freezer, man. It was just passion. It was too much of that. In the ball pit at Dairy Queen, you know what I'm saying? At the ball pit? In the ball pit. Mad germs. Yeah, we was all up in there. So it was a lot of build-up. Because nothing ever happened for, for mad months together. We working <clears> together doing that, you know. And it wasn't no texting. It wasn't none of that. Because this is, you know, this is this is the 1960s we talking. Wait, let me explain why I said I wish she, I hope she's toothless. And it's not because toothless is undesirable. I hope she's toothless so he can get a gummy. I don't, uh. I don't I want, want that, man. It just pumps, man. We, I want you to get to, a gummy pump. I don't want, I want, the, I don't you, want the head, man. Just, I want you to describe what that no, feels like, no, man. No, I don't want head. Gummy. No, just, it's pure sli- revenge. It's thick saliva, nah, a tongue man. all over it. Nah, I'm be like, yeah, just, baby, get that. Just, just pumps. Yeah. Just, just, we, we just get doing the pumps. No extras. Head. Nah, Go man, ahead. look out. Gummy ass wop. Wop used to mean head in New York before it meant what nah, pussy. Nah, man, just we, just, we just pumps. Right. I well, I'll still cheer you on. I still want I still want the FaceTime while it's happening. That's fine. I want you, and then I'll be like, I, and I want you to put it to her face, even if you're hitting it from the back. Like, yeah, bitch, you see that? How many pumps he in right now? Yeah, you wish he was done? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, he got some more for you, bitch. And it won't take me long to, to pass the initial... You know what I'm saying? And, and then... <laughs> I literally did nothing. She was on top. I busted. I feel like... There was nothing else. And she doesn't even know you were a virgin. She doesn't. That And that's the hard part. Like, if she knew I was a virgin, then I would be cool with this. That was my first time. You know what I'm saying? The pressure's off when it's your first time ever. People understand. But the fact that she didn't know that, and I carried myself like a veteran. And I was as pure as the driven snow. That's why you got to be honest, bro. I mean, you know, Keep this it. is this is teenage Tony, man. Keep honesty was overrated at that time. Honesty was just—it didn't seem like an option. <laughs> and plus, she never asked me. That's that, you know. So I never even had to lie. That's because you like, were twenty-six. <laughs> I was thirty-eight when I lost my virginity, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> she looked at you and she's like, "Man, this." Cute, dimply, funny guy with all his personality. He's getting all the kitten. And here you are, like, I'm a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember her name. I remember the name of every woman I've ever been inside. If you don't remember the name of everybody you've been with, you might be doing too much, guys. Not that you, there's anything wrong with that. You might, there's something wrong with that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to take it easy. I'm trying to, especially like if you <laughs> if you catch something, you lose train. You don't even oh, know yeah. who it is. They don't, to, they don't try to make you help everybody. You be like, oh man, it, it, it could have been such and such. 
I like to have my coordinates together where it was you. Because you was the only person I was with at this time, at this location. And the last time I checked, that was good. But now it's you. You, you want to be able to pinpoint. What about uh, STDs that be dormant? You might be blaming the wrong person. Like herpes? Yeah, some things like lay, lie dormant for a while before they reveal themselves. Be like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and smash three more people. Because the one bef- before these three is the reason I'm here. <laughs> That's why you gotta stay on top of your check-ins. That's facts. You can't you can't just be like, yo, I, I was negative two years ago. You gotta stay on top. Have y'all heard the the stories of that girl that, you know, she's literally like, she looks like she's dying, but she's never had a AIDS test. Whoa. And you know, she she's like this model that's been hanging out with all these celebs and rappers and stuff like that. And I forget what her name is. And she got it full blown. Mm. And it's like, and she has so many other ailments because she never, she never got tested. Wow. And so I, I went to, I went to her page and I was just like, God damn, man. It's like, she probably weigh a good 85 pounds or something like that. So it's just like, you gotta, you gotta stay on top of it. Don't be assuming nothing. Even if you're in a relationship, get tested anyway. We got tested before. Get tested anyway. Go in there. It's just it should just be a regular routine when you go get your physical or whatever. Get all the blood work. As don't don't be just like you know what you ain't got to check for that. You don't know what's going on. You could be getting cheated on, and then boom, pow. And you don't want to have HIV and not know it. Because then if you're living with that, you're just sitting with it, and that's that's when it'll get you. Is when you you had it for years, you never even knew, and then now you are in the acquired immune deficiency syndrome mode, and that's when that's when it gets hard. So, how do you feel about prep being um, being what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, taught and like pretty much given and like shown to. Uh, gay men, but never like straight individuals. You say like, prep? Yeah, like we like we aren't taught about like prep isn't in our face as much as it is like in the gay community. What's prep? Prep is uh, it's what you can do to prevent from getting AIDS. Uh-huh. Um, is it a medicine? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And here, let me let me get it all because when you go to uh. Like the gay community, uh-huh. it's everywhere. It's yeah. literally like every, like, uh, every billboard will say, uh, prep yeah. yourself. And I'm like, I see what you did there. Yeah, see what's happening. Um, okay. Is that, the, is that the drug that it helps prevent, it prevents you from getting HIV? Yes. So I'm going to give you, so it stands for pre-exposed prof. Prophylaxis is a medicine. Yeah, is a medicine taken to prevent getting HIV. Prep is highly effective for preventing HIV when taken as prescribed. Mm, So, like, literally, it's you can prevent it. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you take this, um, it reduces the risk of getting HIV from injection drug use by at least seventy four percent, and prep reduces the risk of getting HIV from sex by ninety nine percent. Jesus Christ! Yes, uh, 
PrEP is Damn. less effective when not taken as prescribed. Since PrEP only protects against HIV, condom use is still important for the protection against other STDs. Mm. Condom use is also important to help prevent HIV if PrEP is not taken as prescribed. But mm. like I'm saying, I feel like a lot of straight individuals don't even know that PrEP exists. Yeah, And there's a lot of, you know... There's a lot of people that are still live in like crazy fear of HIV as you should. Right. But they don't even realize like this is an option. You know what I mean? I hate to be conspiracy theory McGee. No, it, it's real. But I feel like it's set up that way. So black folks, mm. black and brown people can still be spread. Because mm. I feel like the gay community... In my opinion, you know, I'm not in the community, but I feel like they're very proactive and being open and honest and being real about what's going on, what's in their yes. community. And they have been the face of HIV and AIDS for a long time. And so they're just like, yo, you know, they're vocal. They're like, yo, we out here, you know what I'm saying? Take this prep. I'm on prep. I'm doing this. I'm mm -hmm. doing that. The black community... It's also getting hit hard with HIV infection. And a lot of it is still, people still be in denial. People still, people still believe that, oh, it's harder for you to catch it from if you if you smash a woman, it's harder for a man to catch it from a woman. It's easier for a man to catch it. It's easier for a woman to catch it from, from a man than it is the other way around. So yeah, we're gonna bank it on that. And so, and then people don't even like talking about HIV. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I don't, want, I don't want people to look at me crazy or this, that, and the third. And I feel like it's not put out there enough to let the masses know that there is a drug out there that could help prevent H. By 99%, that's a crazy percentage. And it's just like as soon as the commercials come on, people probably turn their head and be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? That medication, I, I won't need that or I won't use it or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like the best way to stay healthy and to stay on top of everything, whether it be uh, drugs to prevent, whether it be, you know, open and honest conversations about who you're smashing, is that you got to be able to have these conversations without shame or fear of that. And that's easier said than done, but it's like, you know, um, like even even when we got together, you know me, I wasn't scared to talk to you about mm -mm. STDs and was like, yo, when's the last time you had your blood work? When's the last time this, that, and the third? Right. And like you know, um, even when we had the threesome, we were just like, hey, yo, mm -hmm. if we gonna do, make sure she she getting tested. Is she? Mm -hmm. I was on your neck. I was like, Did she yeah. get the results. You know what I'm saying? So having these conversations should never be embarrassments for you or you should not be shy about having it. If you, if you're going to have somebody inside of you or you're going to be inside of someone that should be a given to have these conversations and, and, and be comfortable with it. And if people get offended when you bring it up, that's a red flag anyway. It's a big red flag. Like, you know, if I was trying to smash somebody and they was like, yo, can you get tested? I'd be like, man, let's go together. Right. You know what I mean? So it should be nothing. It should be, don't be getting offended. Don't, none of that. So I just feel like in the gay community, and I listen to like, you know, um, the gay people that I'm around and like, you know, the comedians that are gay and it'd be like, I just find out new things. And it's just like, you know, I know a gay comedian that's openly gay and he'd be like, you know, I dated somebody with HIV. You know, I'm negative, but it's just like, you know, and it was a, it was a real funny joke about, 
about you you mad at me because I ain't take the trash out? Bitch, you got HIV. And I was oh. like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that was funny and like, you know what I'm saying? But just those type of conversations that they're having in the gay community is like, they know they aren't getting anywhere by sweeping shit under the rug and trying to be quiet about shit or just like not bringing it up. And I feel like that's how we all need to be. HIV is still on the streets. It's still out here. It hasn't gone anywhere. You know, um, so always keep that in mind when you're out here smashing and just doing whatever. Just know it is never left. It's out here. So, you know, protect yourself. Look in the look in the stuff. It's so easy to get tested now. You ain't got to wait two weeks all the time. You can get the rapid test. Mm-hmm. And if you in these streets, just be mindful and, and, you know, protect yourself and all that, you know. And if I've if I've offended anybody because I'm not, you know, HIV positive or anything like that, and I'm, I, you know, I might be talking out of my ass or whatever, but I apologize if that's how you're taking it. But it's just, I just feel like these are the conversations that need to be have had where it's just comfortable. The way we talk about COVID, and yeah, you know what I'm saying, COVID test, you know what I'm saying, yeah, we got to be comfortable about talking about all this stuff. Because all that shyness and being uncomfortable, it's not going to save your ass when it comes time to do that blood work. So just get comfortable in having these conversations, man. Even if you're in a relationship, just be like, you know what, man? Let's let's test. Because you never know. Um, I will say that every every prep commercial I've ever seen mm. has only been black. black like at black people on the commercials? It's always. Yeah. I feel like uh, black people have always been the face for all of it. You know what I mean? Um, for all of what? For all of like prep and like mm. protection and mm. get tested. and um, I do be seeing them on those commercials. Yeah. And prep has It'd been be like around. different drugs too. Prep has been around since 2012. So it's not, it's not nothing new. Yeah. Uh, I just think a lot of people, like you said, don't pay attention to it because mm. it's such a, such a scary conversation it's so taboo it's so like it's denial too it's like y'all gotta remember this too like if you if you are heterosexual don't think you are so far removed from the gay community that you could never you know come into contact with people that you know it's a lot of bisexual people out here too Mm-hmm. So don't think you're far removed and, you know what I'm saying, they straight, I'm straight, you know what I'm saying. You never know, man. Any Anybody can get it. That's the vibe you got to have, man. Anybody can get it. So just be mindful. Be on top of it. You know, don't be making the excuses. Don't be like, man, I don't like going to the doctor with the shit. You can die from that shit. Yeah. That hard-headedness and that stubbornness. And so many people die. Even when they go to the doctor, I ain't doing what the doctor said. Why y'all be so stubborn, man? So just be careful out there, you know what I'm saying? And oh, yeah. if you're engaging in booty hole sex, oh, booty hole. that ups the ante, that ups the transmission rate. It's it's easier for you to catch it with anal sex. So even if you, you know, male to female, booty hole. Yeah, it's definitely not. Any cola. Booty hole fragments in your penis. Think yeah. about that. Um, yeah, uh, just to just to be clear, HIV is not a gay disease. It's a virus. It's that's it's all it gay, is. It's not. It's not a gay virus. I'm just saying. And also, shout out to the pansexuals. I know he brought up bisexuals, but to the pansexuals, yeah, y'all need to be careful too. 
It's a virus. That's all it is. Yeah. It's HIV a virus. don't care. care who it's in. HIV just want to be in something warm. They can go in there and say, hey, hey, blood cell, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? So just be mindful of that. It's not a black disease either. Mm-mm. God damn it. It's just disease. It's not an African disease. It's 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 a virus. It's disease. Anybody can get it. And stop being scared to talk about it, god damn it. For real. And stop acting like y'all ain't never been scared you had it. I'm sick of y'all. Y'all be thinking y'all better than me out here, man. Every time I'm be like, you ain't never been scared. Nah, I ain't never been worried. Y'all ain't never been worried. I'm worried every test. <laughs> it's funny because, yeah, every test. Every test I'm worried, man. Every test I'm worried. You never know. <laughs> when I was a virgin, I knew I had HIV. I knew it. I was like, man, I got that shit, man. Freddie Mercury got it. Magic got it. Oh, man, I know I got it. I was on the bus. I was going to say, you sat on something. I was on the bus holding the rails, and I jerked off. Oh. I got uh, it. On the bus? No, not on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kid, man. <laughs> I knew I had it. I feel like that's when you can get away with it. No, I'm not oh, yeah, he's a kid. He's a no. He doesn't know any better. No, I, don't, I don't even know how to approach that. You know he doesn't saying? know. I got to have the penis shame. out to really jerk off. Oh, can't just, know. you know what I'm saying? I didn't have no loose tamper pants on. <laughs> I just knew I had it, man. But that's just always been me. Like any type of disease I learned about, I'm like, yo, I got that, man. I got it. And I was scared. And I was just. You know, I watched Philadelphia. I was up all night after I watched Philadelphia. I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? That's how they get you. I was looking at my skin. I was like, man, what's this? You know, everything, though. But that's, you know, that's just me. God damn it. Um, I said all that to say this. If you smashed a girl 20 years ago, stop telling her business today. Even though I've been telling y'all my virginity lost business. But I ain't said her by name. And I'm not Irv Gotti in it up and, and just talking about somebody I smashed years ago. I, I just want revenge is what I'm saying. That's the difference between me and Irv. You know what I'm saying? It's just I think I, I think Irv wants revenge too, and that's why he's like he realized he ain't getting it. Maybe he wants revenge, but but Ashanti is, you know, Ashanti, you know, I think everybody wants revenge on Ashanti, I want even my if they had you know, no no shot the first time. We just want revenge. She called my mama once. Did she? Mm-hmm. This was in she, Long Island. This is all in, man. She was like, hey, mama. I was like, hey, girl. <laughs> I think I think if Sabrina hung out with Ashanti, she wouldn't return my text. Oh, she, I she, would. She would hit me with the bullshit. Oh, my, my phone. I ain't even look at it. What's going on? I'm going to tell you what happened, though. You think I wouldn't? You would tell me after. Probably. Ashanti rubbed on my booty, and you know what I'm saying? She and would I tell me after asleep. the fact. And I fell asleep. After the fact, McGee over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She wrapped up on but my But in the moment, you know, she wouldn't, she wouldn't tell Because I don't want to mess. I don't want to ruin it. And she'd be oh, like, I want your attention. I'm like, oh, but my boyfriend, God. Oh, man, I can't let man. my boyfriend get in the way <laughs> of my future. <laughs> my everything. Ashanti. I mean, yeah, I get you know it. what I'm saying? I get it. She could be, she could be I get it. one of the ones. You could be one and she could be the other one. I get it. Man. Don't I can't let you get in the way of that. If it came down to it and you wanted the full relationship, you wanted the double, you wanted to have, what's the polyamorous? Yeah. Oh, would you be okay? I would I would be okay with it. Yeah. I would be fine with it. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, can you get it? Can you pick us up some nectar? Can yeah, you pick us up a, a matcha tea or something like that? I could do it. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, matcha tea. I, I heard I've been seeing you take little shots of Magic Mind. Oh, Magic Mind. Yeah. Matter of fact, I have. Let me cue this up, man. I think Magic Mind, I'm not just saying this because they are the sponsor. I'm an ambassador, if you will, but Magic Mind, I think it works. You 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 were saying that. I think it's a little bug in here, man. I think Magic Mind works. I've been drinking these for like, I want to say a week and a half now. It's a little shot. And the ones I have in the morning, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. The ones I have in the morning have matcha. I don't know how to say this. Adapt. Adaptogens. Yes, adaptogens. Adaptogens. Okay. So the matcha gives you energy. The adaptogens helps you relax. The nootropics. Nootropics. Oh. Nootropics is N O O tropics. Oh yeah. Nootropics. Yeah, you got it. What is that? What is a nootropic? It keeps you focused, <laughs> and the honey makes you happy. I didn't know honey made you happy. Um. I've been drinking these in the morning, and I've noticed my energy levels in the morning have been on point. I had one uh, before I went to the gym this morning, and uh, I was in the gym getting after it, man. It's serious business with me in the gym. You know what I'm saying? People be in there talking, and I'm like, man, shut up, man. We're working out. You know what I'm saying? I was in there focused. Um, so with me, you know, I've been having problems with energy. Like, I've been trying to get my energy up. You know, y'all know I've been depressed or whatever. So i just been looking for things. And I ain't been looking too crazy, but i just been wanting to take in things that give me energy naturally to where I feel like I ain't on no medication or I ain't taking. So with this is perfect because it's just, you know, all natural stuff in here. And it's just a little juice, a little shot glass. And I feel like I'm getting more done. Um, so Magic Mind is a little elixir that helped me it helps me stop procrastinating, and uh, it really helps me in those groggy mornings, too. Um, oh, can it help you now? Right. <laughs> I'm just making sure I don't fumble the <laughs> fumble the read. And it's real simple, man. It's like I get up in the morning. Here's my routine. I get up in the morning. And on a bad morning, I might just fumble around on the phone, just be scrolling or whatever, just wasting time. I get up and I'll be like, oh, all right, what I got to do? It depends on what day it is. So a lot of times I wake up and I panic because I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do this. I got to get up for this. And I'll be like, all right, what day is it? So on Tuesdays, that's my big day. So I try to get up early so I can go to the gym before I have to do daddy issues and verbal cardio and gross point bake and all that stuff. So I try to get up early so I can go to the gym before that. Since I've been taking Magic Mind, my energy has been like, all right, man, let's get after it, man. You know what I'm saying? I took Magic Mind last week when we were uh, when we were shooting for Workplace Comedy, which is coming back for season two, only on the Kev on Stage Studios app. And, you know, I don't drink coffee. I don't do none of that. I don't do energy drinks. I don't do none of that stuff. So I need something that gives me energy on the on the natural tip that I can be proud of and that I can feel good about. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Magic Mind is it, man. My energy be up. I'll be wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, be shaking my little hips. You know, I don't feel as stressed. Um, I feel like I got the energy. I feel creative. 
Um, and I, you know, I don't, I don't even know if it's the magic mind, but I, I have noticed that since I've been drinking these little magic minds, that I've been feeling pretty damn good, man. Um, the ingredients in there, the matcha and the honey and the, and the new ones I just found out about, um, matcha helps increase focus and attention. Um, caffeine doesn't actually give you energy. It blocks the, ooh, adenosine receptors in your brain. The neuroreceptors that tell you you're building fatigue when the receptors unblock one to three hours later, if you don't do another coffee, you experience a caffeine crash. Um, Lithionine binds with the caffeine molecules in matcha and prevents the full blocking of receptors, reducing or dissolving the caffeine crash and jitters you feel. It's nature's time-released caffeine. So it's kind of like a na natural caffeine. Uh, these words are killing me, by the way. The hey, Bacopa. Man, the Bacopa. Am I saying them wrong? No, no, no. Uh, I just I just feel it. Yeah, because it's just like I got to prepare myself up in here. The Bacopa Monieri, a natural nootropic that helps with procrastination, much like a natural Adderall. Studies have shown that procrastination is more based on stress and your cortisol levels, which coffee spikes, uh, than on being lazy. So I never knew that. Studies have shown that procrastination is more based on stress. Wow. Never even knew. Coffee increases your cortisol levels, making you more stressed and less productive. See, y'all be thinking y'all out here, you need the coffee. Little do y'all know it's fucking y'all up. Never knew that, man. Stress. Ancient teachings tell us that stress is the body's inability to predict what's coming next, taking the mind out of homeostasis, that self-preservation state. A disciplined mind combined with the tools that help it to stay disciplined, the nootropics and the adaptogens, leads to getting more stuff done in less time and eventually to a disciplined and stress-free life. I will say this. Since I've been drinking these, I have been feeling, and you know me, like I don't really be noticing energy changes with, mm -mm. within myself. And I feel like since I've been drinking these in the morning, that my 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 energy has been right. I, I do feel that. So for these next 10 days, you can get 40% off your subscription at www.magicmind.co slash verbal. That's H-T-T-P-S. You know what I'm saying? www.magicmind.co slash verbal with the discount code verbal20. That's the code verbal20. Again, that's www.magicmind.co slash verbal use the code verbal 20 and within these next 10 days you can get 40 percent off your prescription um yeah man i think i like this stuff and i think i'm gonna re-up i think i'm gonna re-up and you're a see. tough crowd yeah you With know me like i'll be like man i ain't really feel nothing but i do feel like i do feel like my energy is right when i do the magic minds in the morning so is that man? Shout out to Magic Mind. Y'all got some tough words in here, man. And it, you know, shit. I don't even know if I said everything correctly. But, but you know what? You said it. Well, whatever's in these drinks, keep them coming, man. Why do they make the healthy stuff all difficult to say? 
I don't know. The haptogens and the glute glutafinifins and the glutamates and the win yeah win winanons. So this is gonna be um a bit of a shout out to Gross Point Bake. Mm -hmm. But also I want to point something out that I thought was mad funny. Mm -hmm. So I recently watched the is it the latest one? Uh the top grossing films with uh people Sketch. from Sketch. Yeah. Man. There's a million fumbles throughout that entire video. And I was like, man, Tony's tongue what was going. What kind of fumbles? Oh, just word fumbles? Your word fumbles? Mm. You was to hear it up. Damn it. Man. So if you haven't watched Gross Point Bake at all, please watch that one. And Don't you have watch to watch it, it Don't watch from it, beginning to end. Because it's, it's surprising. It. The list is surprising. Number one surprised mm. the hell out of me. I can't remember what number one was. Okay, good. You should rewatch it. It's a really good show. I don't know show. what number one was. Yeah. It surprised it surprised me. Really? I thought it was gonna be my favorite movie. Oh, 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 right. yeah, you was well. I know. <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want to ruin it, guys. I didn't want to even say what it was because then that you gives was it all away. Well. Um, don't watch the episode though. but watch the episode it's really it's really good um, a lot of people are gonna a lot of people are gonna forget that a lot of these people are even from sketch comedy shows um, and just what movies they're in and it's just it's a it's a good episode it's yeah. a great episode I even wrote in the comments like god damn god damn what my fumbles yeah cause you fumbled your name in the opening credits did I? you did you were oh, like damn, Tony man. Brack <laughs> oh man, look at Don't it. watch the episode, y'all. Just pass it. It was up. so good. Please watch it and pass please it comment up, um on that episode. It's a really good show. Pass it up, y'all. Um yo, Kenya Barris is set to write and direct Wizard of Oz. How do you feel about that? Why do we need this? Exactly. Exactly why I brought it up. Why do we need this? Like what what are they are they going for the Wiz or are they going for the Wizard of Oz? They just said Wizard of Oz. That's the part that I'm like, huh. We don't need this. We don't need it. And why do they keep coming out with different Wizard of Oz's every like two years? Remember the live action one that they just did? They did the live action joint. They did the Wiz. They did Oz, the Great and Powerful. They did the Wizard of Oz, man. They did uh, Wicked. They keep doing we it. We good. I know. And now they're like, yo, Kenya, can you do me a favor? We don't, we don't need it, man. We don't need it. The Wiz is still good enough for me. Hundred percent. So I, I don't I don't understand why we need this. Shout, I mean, you shout out to Kenya Barris, you know what I'm saying? But we don't need it, man. Nobody was sitting around like, man, you know what we need? <laughs> Another Wizard of Oz. And how is it going to be? Is it going to be CGI? I know nothing, but he's set to write and direct it. Who's your favorite character in the Wizard of Oz? The Wizard, like the original Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Just as a whole, as a as a franchise. And I can't say Toto? Who? You can't say Toto. Because I would say Toto. Toto, you know. Toto, the fact that Toto made it throughout the entire movie oh, as a dog yeah. and, and never ran away completely, like that's a good dog. He ran. No, but I mean, he always came back. Yeah. That's but the he, part. He was fucking this shit up though. Yeah. She was like, Toto, Toto. Yeah, she yeah. was chasing Toto him around. Toto did stress, him out, stress her out. Yeah, man. Um... Damn. Across the board? Across the board. You got Dorothy. You got the Wizard. You got the witch, Wicked Witch of the East. The Good Witch of the South. 
The yeah. dead witch that's under the house. <laughs> you got the scarecrow, the tin man, the lion. Um, I th- I think the tin man was always like my favorite growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like across the board. Like yeah. If I had to choose and not go like, oh, well, in the uh, in Oz and in the Wizard of Oz. Um, I took actually took a picture when we went to the Academy Museum mm-hmm. of the Wicked Witch. She scared the hell out of me. Gail San- Sandergaard. The Wicked Witch of the West is scary looking in the original Wizard of Oz. She looked creepy as hell. Thought, Even when she was regular. I thought she was kind of cute in this picture. That's why I took That's the picture. That's not her. That's yeah. Uh, That's her. Gail Sondergaard as Wicked Witch. This was you remember the Wizard of Oz section in yeah. the museum. Is that is yeah. that the actress that played her in the movie? Yeah. This is nineteen what nineteen thirty nine. She look. She don't look as scary right, right. there. I was like, oh, she's kind of cute. Let me see that picture again. But this is her testing out the the makeup and the costume this is like so she's not in the the look of the she's not in the full she don't got the the full situation oh. her nose though that's definitely the nose and the yeah she don't look as scary right there nah, her face is like, nah but when damn. when it came time when they yelled action she was terrifying even when even when she was the regular lady in kansas she looked scary riding that yeah. bike the music was dope and uh, <laughs> the score mm-hmm. is great in Wizard of Oz, the original. So I'm going to make it easy for y'all. Who was your favorite in the original? Who was your favorite in the Wiz? Oh, Scarecrow. Why? Because it was Michael? Yeah, yeah, and the music was good. The, it was the whole... Yeah. Okay. Um, I love Michael. You can win. That song is great. You can. Uh, I really like. I feel like my favorite song is from the Tin Man. Uh, what would I do if I could feel? I really love that song. That song grew up. Of course, when I was a kid, I was going for the You Can't Win because it was the easiest to grab hold to. But man, as I got older, that What Would I Do by the Tin Man. Just the just the um, T Rose. You need to do yourself a favor and watch the Wiz. Um, when I got older, I appreciated different soundscapes, so I leaned towards the Tin Man song. But my favorite of the <sighs> you're the one who asked this question <laughs> in the original in the original Wizard of Oz. I'm gonna go with. Uh, the scarecrow probably he he got my attention the most, and then um in the Wiz, it's it's harder it's it's really hard to pick one in the Wiz because I liked it for different reasons and because it was just funny how scared the lion was. He was like, I gotta get the hell out of here, and he was out of there, <laughs> and his name was Fleetwood Coop Deville. That was mad funny to me. <laughs> That's my name. Fleetwood Coop Deville. <laughs> Mama had ideas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the then the creepy subway shit started happening. Uh mm, crushed in my prime. When I think of home. Maybelline was a great witch. Glenda the good witch. Yeah, she was great. Cat James, shout out to you for your uh, 
your other meal nor that I have. I'm bringing that to. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know the answer to my own question. Look out. Um, let me review something up real quick, and then we get the hell up out of here. Um, so we did a watch party last night of the movie Night Shift, starring Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco, and Snoop Dogg. It's a Netflix original, a movie about a pool cleaner who's really a vampire hunter, and he's hunting vampires to get money, though. You know what I'm saying? You snatch them teeth out, you can get some good money in this thing. Side note, could you do this? Could you kill vampires for money and be fine with it? Now, I don't know if the vampires are really preying on people in this movie because they never really fully show that. They show them feeding on cats and whatnot, but shit, that alone would make me hunt you. Um, so he's a he's masquerades as a as a pool cleaner and he hunts vampires and then he cashes the fangs in to get money. That's how he makes his living. You know what I'm saying? He's the father of a, a daughter. He's got a I don't know if they were separated or fully divorced, and so they're just like, "Yo, we're moving to Florida." You know, my mom's got a spot out there. I can get I can get our daughter in a good school. And he's like, no, man, don't don't leave the valley. Don't leave L.A., man. Please, let, let me come up with the money. And, you know what I'm saying, that way y'all can stay here. I can pay the tuition for the for the school we want to put our daughter in. Just please. just. So Jamie Foxx is desperate to get the money so that, you know, his daughter can stay in L.A. Meanwhile... One of the early uh, vampires that he killed was connected to these other vampires that wasn't having that shit. So they were just like, yo, you killed this vampire, we coming for you. So now they coming for him. Mind you, he's trying to get back in the union so he can make the money hunting these vampires and it's above board. But since they don't really rock with him like that, they got to send the union rep to go with him on these, you know, vampire hunting missions. And that's played by Dave Franco. And so now he's accompanying him on these vampire missions. And it's just like, he's a tight ass. He's a square. He's about a book. He got the suit on. He doesn't do guns. You know what I'm saying? He's not built for this life, but he has to follow Jamie Foxx on everything he does. So now we're in this race to get the money up so he can pay for his daughter's tuition and also be able to keep his daughter in L.A., also do everything above board because the union rep is with him. And meanwhile, these other vampires are on his ass cheeks because of who he killed. So that's pretty much the premise of Day Shift. Uh, we're introduced to different species of vampires. Um, they created a nice little world of vampireness out here in L.A. Snoop Dogg is in it. He plays an old school, you know, vampire hunter. And side note, the cowboy look works on Snoop. He was a Snoop is a natural to play a cowboy. Who would have thought this cat from Long Beach, California, Crip, rap legend. Who would have thought he would look like a natural in a cowboy hat, boots, jeans, a suede vest and a long trench. I'm like, yo, we we need to see Snoop in more westerns. 
If they do a sequel to A Heart of They Fall, we need Snoop in that bitch. Because he fits the look. And I was saying he fit the look because if you look at the black cowboys in real life, if you look at old pictures, they were slim. You know, just slim, slim frame. You know what I'm saying? They look like Snoop, only shorter. So um, this movie was fun. Had a lot of comedy in there. Uh, I'm always interested in the world of vampires. Uh, a lot of times, the stuff I watch, they don't really stick the landing. Like, you know, the Underworld movies kind of bore me. Even though the premise is so fantastic, I feel like I'm just not truly invested in uh, Underworld. Probably because it's so much leather and it's just so, <laughs> you know, everybody's getting dispatched so easily. And it's just, it gets kind of boring and monotonous after a while. I think that's what happened with Underworld to me. And they really they really just didn't do the conflict between the lichens and the vampires good enough for me. Don't get me started on Twilight, goddammit. But uh, they had some great action sequences in this movie. The fight choreography, the action, stuff like that was really dope to see. I feel like they kind of fumbled the ball in the fourth quarter. In the last two minutes, they fumbled the ball. Like, the action got a... Everything got a little bit too cheesy at the very end. It was like big cheese. It was like it was like cheeses. It was white cheddar cheeses. It was cheese puffs. It was it was Parmesan cheese. It was blue cheese. It was all the cheeses. It was uh you know cheddar, mozzarella. You know what I'm saying? The Monterey Jack, blue cheese, all that. At the very end, though, up until that, I was entertained. I was having a good time, and I would like to see more from this uh. This universe that they created. Jamie Foxx is good as always. I really like Dave Franco as well. Snoop was good. Megan Good is in it. Um, and and the and the little girl that played their daughter was good. She was adorable. And so, uh, you know what I'm saying? Forget all that. Y'all want to know the smooth jazz review of the day shift. Well, here it is. Oh, yeah. I'm giving the day shift. Hmm. I'm giving it three and a half saxophones out of five. Flaccid four. Flaccid four. The fight choreography is really good, man. Like the action sequences were dope to me. So it really gets extra points for that. Uh, so check it out. It's on Netflix. You ain't got to go to the movie theater. You ain't got to do all that. But three and a half saxophones out of five. It's a good time. It was a good watch. I'm glad we watched it. We had a good time. I watched it with my patron saints. We was loving one another. We was holding one another. It was a great time, man. Anyway, um, we're getting the hell up out of here. Good conversations. We'll save the Dominican genocide until the next episode. We forgot to touch on that. And, uh, yeah, y'all, we appreciate y'all for pulling up. If you haven't been tested in a while, go get tested for all the STIs, STDs, whatever you want to call them now. Whatever, whatever the name is now, go get it checked out. You know what I'm saying? Don't be out here. Just, just because you think you don't know doesn't mean your body isn't going through hell because you ain't got nothing checked so go please matter of fact as i'm talking and i'm living and breathing here i'm overdue for a physical myself sabrina's overdue for a physical yeah. and amir you overdue for a physical man come on man you know what i'm saying we sitting here talking all this shit and we raggedy as well let's get it together man we out <laughs>